nothing encapsulates alpine village life like the Tracht worn in the hills and villages of Switzerland, Bavaria, and Austria. So Salzburg is a fitting home for the biennial Tracht and Country Fair, the largest and only trade show of its kind. Over 260 exhibitors from 10 countries showed off their latest collections of dirndls and lederhosen, woolen Yanka jackets and feather-adorned hats to more than 4,000 visitors from as far as the United States and Canada, Spain and France, all gathered here to discover the latest trends in traditional mountain clothing. We are very proud that also the young people now are wearing the Tracht with beautiful and wonderful ideas. Before the traditional clothes were only in brown and grey and this was all. And today they are in some other colours and it's more friendly and more younger. Hamburg-born designer Caroline Launstein took this idea to another level. Her skirts and blouses epitomise a modern take on the Dörnder. I was looking for something to wear every day and yeah, I didn't find anything, so I suited myself. A lot of people can identify with this traditional clothing because it's very simple and very emotional. It touches you somehow. Her desire to handcraft the entire collection in Bavaria has always been central to her brand, so much so that she recently joined forces with other regional fashion labels to establish Mode Made in Bayern, which celebrates locally sourced and made sustainable fashion. Bernhard Stadler Strizzi is not part of the group as he's based in Austria, but local manufacturing is at the heart of his business too, highlighting the trend among entrepreneurial designers of bringing production back home and in turn reviving traditional craftsmanship. We made traditional clothes and so we say um, that it should be also produced here. So then it's only then uh, we can be authentic. For us, is it important to produce with the materials that grow here, materials which are produced here. So we take linen from Austria, uh, sheep wool from Austria. I don't make fashion, I make clothes. Authenticity is also fundamental to Munich's Franz Münchinger and Gott sei Dank. Each of them design clothing that's true to the Tracht that originated in the 17th century and are explicitly moving away from tacky Oktoberfest facsimiles. Higher necklines and longer hemlines are making a comeback and lederhosen are made to last. They are out, uh, lederhosen out there with 150 years. And because, of, because it's that thick, you can uh, give it to your grandkids. This is like a flag or uh, like a logo for each little village. So if, if you see usually a lederhosen, you know exactly where it comes from. So Munich didn't have that. So we said, okay, we have to produce it. Once you've picked up a pair of embroidered lederhosen and some laced leather shoes, roll up those knee-high woolen socks and pocket your Trachtenknife, which comes in handy when you're craving that second slice of Schwarzwälder Kirschtorte. The only thing missing now is a hat, and the best place to go for that is fifth-generation hat maker Franz Bittner. In our part of the area, the hat goes to the clothing. When we have the short lederhose, and we have our jackets, you must wear a hat. And also for the woman with the dirndl, they are not complete when they don't wear a hat. You must put up a hat. Tracht belongs to alpine village life, like fish and ships to the English seaside. And over the last few years, Tracht has witnessed a true revival. Younger generations are once again embracing their great-grandparents' customs and donning lederhosen and yanker jackets on a day-to-day -day basis. 
and not only at the annual Oktoberfest. Wearing Tracht transports a feeling. It evokes home and family for many, and it alludes to a pastoral life many city dwellers can only dream of. For Monocle in Salzburg, I'm Marie-Sophie Schwarzer.